0: Hello and welcome to Dragon's Trove, where all we talk about is Dungeons and Dragons. My name is Tristan, and as always, I am joined by Troy. Hello. And my brother Jace.
1: Hi. <laughs> I
0: can't even go on. In this episode, we're going to be talking about making a gimmick character versus making a real character. Enjoy. And welcome to episode four. Boys, last episode was a little bit of a... I don't even know how I want to say this. Last episode was more of like a... I felt thrown together. What do you guys think? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't really
0: impressed last episode. I'm never impressed. All I got to say is this week... We're going to talk about making a gimmick character versus making a real character. Which this is something that, I mean, just depending, I guess, on your gaming style, is kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I've played in uh, several several games with a character that was developed specifically for the one shot, and starting off, I can say that looking at character creation in general was kind of like making a gimmicky character and we'll define of course what, what we mean by gimmick. I mean, that's, we're not just going to keep saying that and not explain, um, uh, speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So I, what would, uh, what would it mean to you guys, you know, if somebody, somebody were to come to you and ask, what is a what is a gimmick character, or a, I guess a better way to put that is a gimmicky character.
1: Go for it, Jason. Sure. Um, so what I think of when I ask when I ask somebody, you know, like what kind of a character they they're playing, kind of determines if it's a gimmick character or not. Uh, so if I go, hey, who are you, who are you playing at the table, and you go, um, yeah, I'm probably playing like a dexterity barbarian or I'm playing like a uh, lizard folk sorcerer, something like that. Um, is, that's a lot different than when you say, uh, yeah, I'm playing Adam Thielen, the, uh, the human sorcerer that takes fireballs and just launches them at, uh, at people and uh, catches a lot of good footballs. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, the, that's kind of the difference between a gimmick character and an actual player character it's one that is has a personality to them and is more than just uh you know i I can i can swing my sword or i can do something minuscule
2: (laughs) yeah that that makes total sense to what i was thinking about too because it's uh you know your non-gimmick characters usually have a lot more thought behind them uh when you are creating them um you know but like Tristan was saying gimmick characters can be fun to play too especially for one shots Um, but usually uh, I think we've all kind of fallen guilty of it though especially I know I did when I first first started out even throwing even trying to throw a gimmick character into a campaign where you know it's not a one shot but we're going to go for multiple sessions Mm -hmm. um, but still trying to run with it just because I didn't I, I felt guilty of you know not putting my time in not trying to create my character the right way and then just trying to like you know, pull it out of my butt, so to speak, uh, through the sessions, and then oh, I'll just I'll just kind of make it up as I go along. Um, and you can, I mean, that's it's kind of you know cliche, dangerous way to dangerous way to play that game, uh, play that campaign, because um, you you don't know where your character's going. If you don't know where your character's going, then you know you can't really say why he's doing certain things when you're trying to RP.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Well, um, it also you know comes down to. I think how comfortable you are with role playing. Oh, that's for sure. You know how comfortable yeah. you are doing that in front of a group because that, for some people, that's like a, a huge step. You know, for me, yeah, I'm I'm comfortable in that kind of environment. I have uh, I have a tendency to enjoy theater and things, and uh, I I dabbled a little bit in uh, in uh, community college. I was going to join a fesbian group. You know, so I don't mind the I don't mind the role playing aspect of it. Yeah. I will say that I think that contributed a lot to I think I talked about this in episode number 1 when I when I first started playing and I went through I went through mm-hmm. uh characters, you know, like every week I had a new character. Yeah. yeah. I think that's part of the discovery process. That's annoying to other players at the table, but when you first start playing, I think it is difficult to, to make a player character that you will be comfortable with playing in a campaign setting for a long period of time. I think you're more prone to making that gimmicky character. In fact, the first character that I made, um, I believe his name was Kame. And I, I mean, he was, he was freaking Goku.
1: Technically, he was yeah. a rat. That was your first character. Well, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I, did, I didn't
0: actually roll that character you rolled that character uh, for me. Okay, that's fair. I'll, I'll yeah. accept that. So so the first character that I sat down with looking through a 3.5 players handbook, it was Kame and he was a he was a human monk and yeah, I mean he was he was a Goku wannabe and I played him for a couple of sessions and I found out I didn't like it and then that gave birth to I believe it was a Ironbeard.
1: Yep. yep. Yeah,
0: and and he was again the character, first one cuz he was a scout ranger. And the only reason that I took Scout was for, what was that, uh, what was the increase? uh, Skirmish. Skirmish. Skirmish, Yeah, there was an increase in damage for every attack. And, you know, I played him for a few sessions, and then that's when finally I, I ended up making Galon Moon Whisper. But it takes, I think it does take that, moving into that headspace of creating multiple characters before you can finally... Appreciate actually making your character.
1: Sure, for sure, sure. And I want to say something too before we get any more in depth. There is nothing wrong with a gimmick character for I think like one shots or small things like that. It's just in a campaign setting where you're going to play multiple sessions with this guy, the uh, the 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 halfling luchador. Starts to lose its luster a little bit.
2: Yep. No, I agree. I don't and, know you
1: if uh, I don't know
0: that that's fair about a halfling luchador. I feel uh, like that would never lose luster. Yeah, that's, that's a yeah. that's
1: a that's a fair point. I w- I will concede everything I have to say forever. If
0: I yep. if I were playing a halfling luchador, that would that would be the best time.
2: But the rest of the table might not think so.
0: I don't care.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Once <laughs> I'm you roll there for up. Me. <laughs> your uh yeah. your uh, halfling luchador named uh Cha Flock that has a uh inferiority complex. So everybody that's yeah. looking at him he thinks wanna fight him and you give him like an English accent, so he's like, Oi mate, you wanna have your gob knocked off you know, you that go. would
2: be that's that would be entertaining. That's awful. Just I'm just gonna say that. But I think it's perfect. That's Jimbal okay. funk fo-
1: Jimble
0: Funk the unjolly purple giant level awful.
2: Wow. Yeah. No, but I mean, getting back a little serious, but, uh, you know, I think gimmick characters can be good, too, when you're first starting out learning. Um, You know, I I know that's where I was. I was definitely not comfortable with role playing when I first started out. I was too scared to jump into that, to even try to jump into that, because I was embarrassed. Um, You know, it's even though it's a group of friends, um, and especially when Jace is at the table, he'll berate you for anything. Absolutely. So you. You know, you're scared to do anything, you're scared to put yourself out there. So playing a gimmick character can be a little bit easier on you, uh, you know, because you don't have to worry about the role-playing as much. I don't think you get the full D&D experience when you do that, so I definitely don't recommend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I would recommend starting off, if you're going to do a gimmick character, starting off with not a campaign. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, like Tristan's am saying, it's to, to the person's comfort level. So, once you start getting more comfortable, that's when that you can start getting away from that gimmicky side, because I know that's how I was too. You know, once I started getting more comfortable with the rules of the game uh, and, and not worrying about trying to be the most damagey person, then I could actually have a thought out character and role play and, and, you know, use him in combat the way you should be. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And so, uh, so we can just get down into like the, the as per definition of what a gimmick character is. Uh, mm-hmm. versus yeah, that's what ac- I—that's what, what I was what gonna it, say. At
0: ten minutes in, let's yeah, go ahead and define yeah. this.
1: The difference between <laughs> the difference between a gimmick and an actual character is a gimmick is based on one idea that um, is never really expanded upon. Like how this individual would actually exist, it's just like one thing that the character fixates on. Like your character is a guy that steals things, and so that's what you do every step of the way. All you do is steal stuff, and you never really evolved beyond stealing things. And then you go, eh, you know what, this is kind of old that I, I just stole stuff. Uh, I think I want to roll a different character. It's characters that you're very quickly bored with that are based on one idea that you have just as a fleeting, oh, this will be funny or fun kind of thing. And then it loses its luster. An actual character yep. is somebody that you've given a personality to, that you've given it some depth um, and allowed it to kind of grow. And then you don't have that sense of, I need to switch characters because just... The growth of him advancing through the story is enough to keep you entertained and involved.
0: Well, here's something that I've even sort of seen a uh, maybe a trend, I guess you would say, is that uh, watching watching the first season of Critical Role, they're already they're already into the campaign. By the time we Mm -hmm. see episode one, they've been playing for a little bit. I don't know what that expanse of time is, but it's enough that they are all familiar with each other. And so I think part of the reason that Critical Role was so successful is those characters were already developed to the point where you could relate to them. Mm -hmm. Watching season two of Critical Role, those characters that are sitting at that table, they are very gimmicky and i think that there's a fine line here between between a gimmick character and a player character being being a character that you will want to continue on i think that in all fairness the gimmick characters are the characters that just don't progress story wise yeah i think that you could you could develop a gimmick character i'm thinking of uh sam regal's character not and season two he, i mean his literal thing is he's he's a uh, he's a female goblin rogue and she steals crap i mean that's what she does is she literally loves shiny things and she she just steals wherever she goes but the difference is is that during during play you see a di- you see more side like you know it's like molding clay Mm-hmm. And the whole time the story is progressing and things. Yes, the gimmick is is always there with not. I'm you know six or seven episodes in. There is always going to be a point in time where not is going to steal something, and that brings about humor, and that brings you know th- that level of fun to the table. But during these episodes, you see different sides of not, and I think that that is what's important is that the character was made and it does it may have a gimmick but the character was made in a mind like jace was talking about that it cares about where the character's going where the character's been and mm-hmm. even if you do have we're not saying you know don't do something quirky we're just saying that if all you're going to do is quirky you may not you may not have a character that you care about
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If all your character is is a guy that steals and he never advances beyond that, yeah, it's going to get old. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, think about like what's one of the most obvious gimmicky characters that a lot of people that play D&D I, that fall into. I can into swing is, my sword. Is... Exactly. I, I hit things with my sword, and I'm, I'm big and strong. Think about Grog in Season 1. Grog. I mean... He is so much of a gimmicky character for, you know, that, that big dude who just goes around and hits things. He could just sit there and not RP the whole time and just wait to hit something again later. But he doesn't. Like, his character is still... Like, it is that gimmicky. I'm really strong. I hit things with my sword. But it's thought out. Like, he still has so much depth to him. Um, you know, and it, and it depends on the group, too. because they and, and your DM, obviously. Um, but they allow... Grog to just... I mean, there's so much depth to his character. And he grows throughout the entire season.
1: Absolutely. I mean, he's a big, dumb oaf of a character that kind of bumbles into things. But um, a lot of his shenanigans is a lot of fun for the party, and it creates very interesting situations where they're like, well, what do we do now? Because Grog decided to pull a card from the deck of many things. Like, how are we going to deal Mm -hmm. with this? Yep. And that that is something that is
0: important to keep in mind is is those quirks that you do work into your character you know don't be afraid to hearken back to those things because that is what made your character maybe likable or unlikable in the first place and i'm i'm always thinking about about what i'm gonna say at the table i i like to i for me i love to rp more than i like the combat stuff I mean, I'll just yeah. be honest with you. I'm always thinking, I'm always listening to the group. I'm always listening to the the dungeon master. I'm trying to pick up on cues and I want my I always want my characters to be in the moment. Not necessarily the most practical, but I want them to be in the moment. And I really started to think about that when I when I played my psionic bard. He was supposed to be he was supposed to be witty. That's how I de- developed him. That's how I created his personality. But I always tried to speak in riddles. Mm-hmm. And no matter what it was that I said, I always tried to to harken back to that in appropriate times of sure. the speaking in riddles, you know. And I it just it just helps the character to come to life where you're not sitting at a table with Tristan, you're sitting at a yeah. table with Galon.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. That helps a whole lot and it's like you can also evolve those things too for instance I have a character in one of my campaigns uh, called uh, Umbaramarth and he's very sarcastic and he's never serious and I talked about it uh, just a couple weeks ago or uh, wh- whenever we did that one episode where I talked about how uh, you know he killed one of his friends because it was like a mercy killing and then he handled mm-hmm. uh, he handed uh, those gloves off to to the and he doesn't joke as much anymore episode now two. because of it yeah, episode two is when it was. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't joke about that as as more, and he's not as uh, sarcastic in the face of of potential death anymore. He views it with a lot more of a seriousness uh, than he used to because of the events that had happened to him. So it's a quirk that isn't as loud because he's kind of changed as a character.
2: Yeah, I think that that uh, you know bodes well to your your role-playing ability but i think that's exactly what you know the the point of you can still have a gimmick and like you're getting at you know but you're allowing your character to grow and if something happens in the story like don't be afraid to let that change your character a little bit yeah embrace Uh, it you know it embrace the change uh you know and and like that can make your character so much more dynamic uh, and especially if you if you have a good DM like that makes I mean that can really make or break a group obviously, uh, but they can really help out with that too, um, and you know if they they catch on to what you're doing or if you guys talk about it off or uh, you know away from the table like that can really change the dynamic of your character in a really fun way for your group. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
0: so go ahead. No, I wasn't gonna say anything. I was uh, I'm just just agreeing with his point that a lot of times DMS are great to talk to after the table anyway, just because DMS are used to change all the time.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's true. I mean, they
0: DMS have great insight into multiple directions at any one time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So like, how does, how does one, uh, prevent making a gimmick or how does, how does one take it from a gimmick into just a, a character? That's, that's interesting.
0: (sighs) how do you prevent it i don't know that you can prevent it and what i mean by that is i think that i think that at the heart of it there is there you have a general idea you know you, know, you have this character that is known for something whether it's being the staunch hero or whether it's being the outcast. You know, there's always I think there's always going to be that quote unquote gimmick. It may not be a a character class gimmick, I'll say. A lot a lot of times when we think of gimmick characters, at least in my mind, I'm thinking of of a way that the character was built in order to perform mm-hmm. a certain task.
1: It's easy to do that. Right.
0: But I think that personality gimmicks are the gimmicks you want to have. No, I agree. Whether you're forgetful or you're greedy or you're a conniver, you're a backstabber. I think those are the things that develop the character because it makes it real because we all know people like that. And maybe we ourselves have some of those qualities inside. And maybe that's why they manifest Mm -hmm. out into these character ideas. But... At the same time, you—the only way to prevent a rut, I feel like—is to go ahead and embrace change. Yeah. When when I bad think, stuff uh, happens, you roll with it. That's why there's yeah. ones on that die. Yeah. You know. That's my
2: thought. No, I think uh, I think a, a really good way to uh, to stop the gimmick or to to prevent it, like Jace was getting at, was is. To have your why, like sure you can you can have a beat him up character, but why? Why is he like that? Or you know a personality gimmick like Tristan's getting at, but why? Like there has to be, and it's not just because well he was taught that, or well like his family died in a tragic accident. Like not everybody can be Batman. Or my favorite. Or
0: or my favorite. That's my character, and his history is unknown.
1: And you can't tell me what (laughs) to do. He doesn't yeah. know how he got here. He has some kind of magical amnesia. He's also not he searching to fight it out. His family was,
2: yeah. His family was slaughtered, though. That's it. Yeah.
0: Everybody's yeah. family's always dead in Dungeons
2: and, he, and Dragons. And he, always, and he hates people. He's always dead. Yeah, but but I like actually have a really good thought out why. Yeah. And that will help you with with developing your character, and um, you know are we we keep talking about that with developing your character, but you have to have that development too from uh, starting from before you start the campaign or before you start sessions to when you first start so like if you're starting at level one I think a lot of people kind of forget that level one isn't your the it's not the birth of your character I mean a lot of times there's 30 40 years before that so what happened in that time to lead him up to his first adventure? Oh yeah absolutely
1: and I mean you can do you can do that kind of development with anything or create anything mm-hmm. like you can even have like the beat'em up character. Uh, let's say you have Bodvar the Barbarian, okay? Mm -hmm. And he just goes around punching things and stuff like that. Wait, let me write this down. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Get a pen and and paper. Yeah, Um, I got it. You got got Bodvar Bodvar the Barbarian that just runs around, and he punches stuff. And he's always picking fights, and he's always doing stuff. And, um, you wonder why, why, why is Bodvar doing this? Well, Bodvar's thing is he thinks he's the strongest there is. Like, um... Uh Bodvar goes and you got you guys are supposed to be getting horses. And mm-hmm. uh he sees a horse there, he's hungry and he's like uh Bodvar eat horse. And then you go, uh well it, you can't you can't really eat the eat the horse and Bodvar's like is horse seller stronger than Bodvar? Um I don't I don't guess so. Then Bodvar eat horse.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, like that could be, that could be the cause for a lot of things, like a, a character that is just the strongest there is, and in his mind he can't comprehend anybody being stronger than him, so he just does what he wants.
2: Yeah,
0: which is is you know brings us to, to this point right here. Have you ever looked on the character sheet and see where it says flaws? Don, don, don. Yeah, yeah. You write you write some flaws in there. You make your character imperfect. And all of a sudden, you've yeah. got a real character.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. I, I you know, I, when I first started out, I was really bad about that. Like, I wanted my character. Like, why though? He, because he's the hero. Why would I want to make him bad in any way? Like, I want, I want straight eighteens. Because, what you know, why not? There's no flaws in, uh, in background. It says perfect. You know, perfect hero. But that's that doesn't make a good character, and it's not realistic. And I understand it's a fantasy game, and a lot of the stuff isn't realistic. But in my mind, I try to make it as realistic as possible. You know, uh, with you know magic involved and crap like yeah, that. Yeah, right. But, uh, but, you know, not every hero is perfect. Not every hero has this spotless background. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they do have flaws. Maybe you, uh, maybe you have a stutter or something. As simple as that, with low charisma. Or maybe you just maybe you are, uh, um, maybe you just like to steal things, but not in a good way. Like, like obviously you steal things to try to get caught. Like you just want to have that feeling of getting caught. Like it's just, I don't know. There's a lot of different ways you can go about it. And flaws make it more realistic.
0: Here's the thing, though: is heroes have flaws? Our favorite heroes have flaws. Mm-hmm. If you think about why that is, I think it's because it makes it makes getting to that hero getting closer to that character a little bit more of a reality and like we're saying it's yeah. obviously fantasy but it puts it yeah. into a closer relation with yeah with you know us we as
2: people this is a say is re- relatable yeah yeah
0: you know you you uh and we're talking about we are like way romanticizing character creation here but i think that at the heart of it that is that's the kind of thoughts that even your subconscious you know it it reaches out and when you're developing things uh there's there's reasons that you're drawn to a certain type of of person there's you know yeah. i i'd be very easy for me to create the same character over and over and over and have fun doing it now obviously i like to make different characters and stretch my brain muscles and you know do all that kind of thing but the yeah the heart of it is if you were to have a perfect a perfect person in your life would you really want to be around them you know there there would be nothing to do you guys be... want to be
2: around me oh wow well.
1: oh
2: shit <laughs> gosh all right so in episode 5 jace is no longer we we be with killed us. jace <clears throat> yeah spoiler spoiler alert but no no seriously i mean it's like um you know, like you said, it makes it more relatable. Uh, it makes it. It also, when you're playing that character, I understand. Like, uh, if you're with my thought process, when you first start out, you want your character to be perfect, but it, it gives you no reason to enjoy and be proud of those moments. You know, those high moments in the campaign, like whenever you do something good, or whenever you're the one who makes the killing blow on that, you know, dragon or or whatever it is. Like it, that makes it even more. Uh, awesome. It makes it. It makes you feel even better when you know your character is not like, you know, God. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. D and D yeah, God.
1: You're ca- remember, a lot of characters start out at level one, and that is mm-hmm. no different than. I mean, until you get above level three, you're no different than just like a common adventurer. What have you done that yeah. is noteworthy, or awesome? You're not the most powerful, and um, you know, defeat is something that is inevitable. You know, if it if you f- face adversity enough times. Oh, just it's keep those it, kinds of things in mind,
0: even our our favorite heroes that you look at and you're like oh i want a, you know I want a character to be just like that. You go read the novels that these characters are involved in, and it's like you know they it was just that greatness was kind of kind of thrust upon them, you know they had a they had something happen and they had to make a decision they had to go with it, and that's why they're a hero, yeah. not because they're Jesus.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Aragorn didn't get to marry and Pippin on time, even though he tried his hardest.
0: Right. Yep. And stuff like that. Don't be discouraged when those kinds of things happen. When you, when your campaign that you're playing in it's not going the exact way that you had in mind, or or it has shed a negative light on your character. It's not. It's not the end of the world. And in fact, that is when characters grow the most. Is when something negative happens. Yeah. That's, that's when people grow I agree at, right. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I I think that's one of the biggest mistakes a lot of groups um, fall into is not embracing an uh, any sort of failure. I mean, their goal and uh, the DM's goal is to always let the party win because that that's the feel good times, right? But if you don't have those down times then you can't you can't really appreciate the good times, uh, you know. And then I'm sure we'll talk about it later too, but um, you know, death as well. Like, it's, it's those, I mean, that's that's the farthest, uh, yeah, that's the farthest down you can get in D&D is having one of your party members fall. Uh, But I think it's one of the most important aspects, you know, failing in any respect, whether it be just a simple little battle or or a simple, you know, persuasion check or something like that, all the way down to one of your party members dying. Uh, I think it's so important to the dynamic of your party.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's you're losing a friend and how mm-hmm. do you move on from that and as a group you know you'll always remember you'll always have those memories even as as these characters develop they'll always have memories of when bodvar fell in battle and that'll yeah. become that'll make bodvar
1: because he tried to it. fist fight a dragon
0: yeah whatever <laughs> you know it makes him more heroic though because he
1: died
2: uh, wrong- Roll a d4 and divide by two.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm saying?
2: A, though I rolled a what?
0: It's like <laughs> I don't know. That that is that's the cool thing about it is, even though you're you're dead, you know, you're almost immortalized because yeah. of your actions and because of the memories and those are what makes the great D and D stories.
2: Yeah, I yeah I definitely in a in a later episode because I know it's getting. Kind of late in the session, but in a later episode, I definitely want to go through that because I do think it's it's something that a lot of groups, uh, you know, fail to to fully realize uh, the impact it can have and the good impact it can have on your group. Like it can really bring them together, and you know, there's always chance for resurrection. uh, You know, there's dang wish sometimes, sometimes, but a good DM won't always let you win. Like they won't always let you have that back. And uh, what? And you know? And you if, know you are, if you are stupid and you try to fist fist fight a dragon, well, like, DM. Shana hey, but Mercy. check this
0: out. I was watching a. Uh, I was watching a video with. Um, oh, is who? What's his name? Is it Jeremy Crawford? Is he? Is he the? Is he the D and D guy?
2: I um, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who you're talking about either.
0: Hang on. You guys go ahead. Come back to me. I'm I'm gonna look this guy up on on twitter uh okay no for real though i was just watching it was, it, it was a D beyond yes it's jeremy crawford uh he's the rules designer at wizards of the coast okay mm-hmm. i was watching a D beyond video on youtube with him and he was talking about how how he dms and he was talking about death that i never thought about this before you have a party member die and whatever your whatever your character's beliefs are, you know, however the the afterworld works, afterlife, it's up to the character. But you go to resurrect that character, and if that character was in their paradise, their paradise afterlife, would they be upset that they were resurrected? Ooh. And I mean that comes into to playing that character even further is there a little bit of resentment because you were you were snatched back from a a paradise where you ultimately yeah. wanted to be
1: or you yeah. could be snatched back from hell
2: <laughs> true and then you're really happy because if you're a jace character that's where you're going let's be honest
1: wow. he come back and you're like guys i am so your friend right now
2: <laughs>
0: i saw the devil's bowels
1: I am uh, like your that. friend, and you, you my friend.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. That
1: is too funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's you definitely something I want to get into a lot more in a later episode. Hell. Going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Going to hell, and yes, death in general. I want that
0: on a t-shirt. Uh, Just got <laughs> snatched back from hell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: have it, have it like a a, a D twenty with it, like on the twenty. And then, and then have it like that. Like a natural 20 and then snatched back from hell. <laughs> That's our next t-shirt design.
0: It's our first t-shirt design.
2: <laughs> there, yeah, there you oh, go. Oh,
1: Lord, I got snatched back from hell.
0: <laughs> Thank God almighty. <laughs> no. We'll have Katie make the
2: shirts. <laughs> there you go. Drag, Dragon's Trove on the back. Dragon's
0: snatched from hell. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Uh, anyway, but, yeah, obviously that's a that cool would very dynamic. much
1: affect some characters' psychological state if they got tore back yeah. from paradise or if they got brought back from hell. I think yeah, so. I agree.
0: And those are those are huge, huge, uh, you know, milestones in that person's life.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah. can't really speak from experience, but, yeah.
0: No, I can't either. <laughs> I've never been snatched back.
2: Well, so, that, guys, this one time I never told you about. Yeah. I'm just yeah.
0: kidding. Roll, roll a deception check.
2: <laughs> I failed.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it was it was a cool video to watch. Uh I'll have to catch de- that. Yeah, death's important. Uh, that that plays it that'll blow up your gimmick real quick.
1: Yeah. So I guess what, what we're saying to kinda surmise some of this is uh when you're creating your character, create um, create a sense of purpose. Of why your character is doing what he's doing, create like a couple personality traits for him, and uh, create a couple things that he's bad at or some flaws, you know, like yeah. uh, some of his hang-ups and create a if history. You, if you and a history, and if you just do those four things right there, those minuscule four things, like a paragraph of information, you can take off from that. So far, you start getting ideas. You're like, oh, what if he like he uh, is like this because his dad was an Eskimo. And he likes the cold. You know, like, just little stuff like that that doesn't mean a whole lot that can eventually turn into uh, something that is quite meaningful.
2: Yep, and please, please, please take that stuff to your DM. Don't keep it to yourself because that really cool idea can be even cooler when it's played out in some fashion from your DM. And you meet
1: your long-lost Eskimo and Faja when you guys are traversing... (laughs) Uh, TranDorf Mountain to fight fight go. the ice
2: giants. I, 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 I was about to say to be a fly in your head, but I would never wish that on anyone. It's never all the back. years. Like one neuron in in your head. A fly just in like, your head. Well, I was gonna say a fly in the wall, but yeah, you, you know what I'm it's saying. It's all the years of DMing. It's it's broken me. Yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah, something has. I don't know if it's DM
1: related.
2: Yeah, somebody dragged me back from hell. <laughs> yeah,
0: you got snatched, dude.
2: Snatched. Snatched, me back. Snatched
1: <laughs> out of hell.
2: <laughs> don't Lord. have
1: me bring out the devil, y'all. <laughs> yeah, like oh like gosh. that... Trista,
0: take us like out of here. that Key and peel video. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, oh my it... Gosh. The, I don't know. Don't make a character where your family's all dead either. I'm tired of that crap.
1: Yeah. Same. Everybody's
0: family's dead in favor, and I'm pretty
2: not, sure. I'm telling you, not everybody can be bad. Hey, I got a novel idea.
1: Let's have two parents that love each other that have been together your entire life. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: And <laughs> there you go. And it, it's okay to go off to college and become an adventurer, you know? Like, it's all good. They still love you at the end of the day. Yeah. I don't know. It's... It's uh, it's an interesting thing, character creation and party dynamic. Biggest thing you can take away from this, too, don't think that you're going to have the character 100% figured out. The best characters are actually played off of other members at the table. And as a group, mm-hmm. you will all help to chisel and sculpt and define your own personality based on who it is that you're playing with yep absolutely that, that's super important to have good group cohesion anyway I don't know why I don't know why you would want to sit down at a table with guys and be against everybody that doesn't sound like a good time to me play with the players at the table they're there to have a good time you're there to have a good time why don't we all have a good time together let's do it anyway all right that that's it that's all I've got i'm that's all you guys have especially after that snatch back to hell I know that we're running low on i'm I'm out yep. cells. Yes. Uh, so anyway, episode four, um, gosh, this will be, what's the, what'll be the date on that? The 29th. Is that right? Yeah.
2: It'll be, uh, so, yeah.
0: September 29th. Uh, you may be listening to this, uh, in a time that is in the future. Oh, wow. Back to the future stuff. <laughs> no, it'll be in the future. We're, we're recording this before then, uh, noon every single saturday noon dragon's trove uh next week we are gonna talk about i don't know it might be death troy was Lemons. very interested could in be. talking about death
1: could be, how be. fruits and vegetables affect your character
0: could be death could go. be how fruits and vegetables affect your character anyway that's all we've got for this week jace go ahead and send us off with one of your famous goodbyes